Well, hello there and welcome to episode 57 of the Whiskey Winter Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. I'm so glad and appreciative that of all the choices you could make, just like there is in the world of whiskey, that you chose this one, this podcast, because there's a lot of choices you can make in podcasts, just like in whiskey. And I'm so thankful that you chose this podcast to listen to. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 57 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. What I want to do on this podcast is to take you with me on a journey. I wish to have you join for a few moments with me and my good friend Don as we are in his backyard summer afternoon this summer and i thank don for such a nice opportunity to spend time with him i usually see him once a year and i thank him for the great whiskey and i want to share with you the afternoon inviting you to join us in his backyard beautiful backyard the green grass seeing the individuals on the green belt not too far away looking at one of the parks, nice day, although it was storming in the morning, but it did clear up by afternoon. I want to thank Don for the opportunity to to sip on whiskey. We chatted about things and life in general and chatted about whiskey. And I want to join you and take you with me on that journey and what we were experiencing. I mean, it might give you an idea too in the world of whiskey to get together with friends and an activity. And Don and I were there, and it might sound bad on my part, because I was ready to drink that morning. But Don, he was the more uh, sensible one here, and he decided to wait until afternoon. It was kind of funny. He was kind of reminded me like insurance policies. Got to wait till that 1201. And uh, so I was ready to go at 11 o'clock. And I was at Don's at 10 in the morning. I didn't leave until about probably around 2 o'clock. We were there quite a while. And then he had to get going, other things to do. And so he was getting ready for a trip and had some things to take care of. And so he was, you know, like I said, it sounds about on my part probably because I was ready to be drinking. I was fine to be drinking at 10.30, 11 o'clock. You know, let's get going. And Don, kind of reminds me of insurance policies, he waited until actually 12.01. And... He says, okay, now we can, you know, start the drinking. Might sound bad on my part because I was ready to go early. Uh, but he wanted to wait until noon or afternoon, 12.01 p.m. So I want to share with you that journey that what we were doing. Now, I brought over, of course, the world's most sought after, most coveted weeded bourbon, Pappy Van Winkle. And I really wanted somebody who, who really appreciates whiskey. When you share that with somebody, Pappy Van Winkle, you share it with somebody who really, really appreciates whiskey. And it was one of those deals that in, in my training to be a certified bourbon steward, I remember one of the things I learned too was like, hey, if somebody wants to take Pappy Van Winkle and mix it with Coke, I'm thinking, uh, you want to give... Uh, those uh, 
enjoying your bourbon flight, uh, a pleasurable experience. Obviously, you would never mix Pappy Van Winkle with anything. Certain whiskeys are for mixing, and certain whiskeys are for neat. In other words, you just drink them by themselves and nothing mixed in. And Pappy Van Winkle is one such that you don't mix with anything ever. Drink it neat. Drink it by itself. And so, Don, that was by far his number one choice, my number one choice in the whiskeys that we had that day. Now, I had mine in a stainless steel flask. And stainless steel does not do anything with the aging. Stainless steel. It's neutral to the spirit that is within that steel container. That's why there's certain distilleries too, when they have the whiskey so long and they'll remove them from wood, the wooden casks, and they'll put them in the stainless steel barrels because the aging stops. If it's in stainless steel, there is no aging now because it's neutral to the spirit as far as aging. If it's in wood, it's still being aged, but not in stainless steel. Don and I, and even... Fred Minnick, although he wasn't there that afternoon, obviously, he was not there. But if you watch Fred Minnick and his videos on whiskey, he had one last year, his YouTube clip, where he actually had, you know, Pat Van Winkle was his number one choice last year. And so Don and I, Pat Van Winkle, number one choice. It's like that buttery, it's like the buttery, sugary, super smooth caramel, vanilla, snickerdoodle, just that, that buttery flavor and so smooth. It's such a unique drinking experience. And Don and I had that experience. That was our number one whiskey that afternoon in his backyard, in the patio, summer afternoon. And because remember, Don wanted to wait till afternoon until we started drinking at 12.01. I was flying at 11 a.m., but he is the host, his his place. So I got to go by the host's rules, right? So the second place actually was a tie. And that's a nice thing when you go to other friends' house, they bring out their whiskeys. Instead of having to spend like how much, how much money per shot's going to, you know, a bar somewhere. And, you know, the price is way cheaper, right? And so when you go to friends, so he, it was a tie for us between Avalar 16 and the McAllen 12. Now there's a difference. You have to be careful of the McAllen 12. There's two McAllen 12s that you're going to find. One of them is the McAllen 12, the double cask. That's the one you're going to find in the blue box. And usually next to it, you'll see the McAllen 12. That's the Sherry Oak cask. I, Don had actually the sherry oak cask. That's in the black box. Really enjoyed that. And we had a tie. We could not tell really which one we liked the best. We liked the Abelard 16 and the McAllen 12 and the sherry oak cask. That's the black box. We liked those whiskeys just as well. It was like a tie for second place. I really enjoyed the McAllen 12. And the Avalar 16. It's kind of like trying to compare ice creams. 
Oh, which is the best of the vanilla ice cream? Do you like old-fashioned vanilla or did you like the vanilla bean? Well, they both have their own distinct flavors. Just as Avalar 16 and just as the Macallan 12 Sherry Oak Cask had its unique flavor. That's why they're tied for second place. And remember, there's a difference between the Sherry Oak Cask, Macallan 12, Black Box, and the Macallan 12 Double Cask. Difference. I love the Black Box. Price-wise, the Black Box, the Sherry Oak uh, Cask, will run you $75 for the bottle, pre-tax. And the Macallan 12 Double cask that will run you usually about $59.95 I just round up to about 60 so $60 in the blue box calendar 12 double cask about $60 and then 75 for the other McCallan 12 that's the sherry oak cask black box third place actually was a bottle that you cannot get in Idaho I tried uh, to look for it. Can't find it in liquor stores. Won't find it anywhere here. It's not in Idaho. And that was so delicious. It was Crown Royal. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, Don. I appreciate that afternoon. That was fantastic. It was Crown Royal from the Renoble Collection. And it was made from, uh, they actually used French oak. And I thought, wow, that was Delicious. And that was my third place. Don and I both, we had third place for that one, but that was delicious. And that's a bottle that you're not going to find in Idaho. So if you can find that bottle anywhere in the United States, if you can find it, Canada, anywhere, I mean, it's Crown Royal, should be very available in Canada, I would think. But for us here in the United States, it is, in, at least in Idaho, where I live, you're not going to find it in Idaho. It's not available. I checked with the liquor stores. But you can try. Maybe you'll have better luck than me. That was definitely our third place one. Our fourth place one is one that I brought, actually. I was kind of selfish on this gift that I gave Don because I know the, the protocol. When you go to somebody that really likes scotch, they're a scotch fan, Although Don told me he had been fine with anything I brought, whether it had been a scotch or whether it had been Irish whiskey or whether it had been Canadian whiskey or whether it had been Japanese whiskey, whether it had been uh, bourbon. Remember, all whiskeys, remember that statement I talked about before, all whiskey is not bourbon, but all bourbons are whiskey because bourbon is just a type of whiskey. It's kind of like if you look at an umbrella term, whiskey. Underneath that, you'd have bourbon, because bourbon's a type of whiskey. And so uh, Don said we've been fine with anything, but the fourth place one was actually the Glenmorin G10, the original. Glenmorin G10, the original. And Glenmorin G10, the original. And that's the one I brought over as a gift because as a liquor store manager was telling me and as the world of whiskey, we know that when you take over to somebody's place as a gift that likes scotch, although Don said he wouldn't find with anything I brought him, 
you bring single malt scotch. Single malt, that's the creme de la creme of gifts. You bring over single malt scotch to a scotch fan. Now, unless you know your friends say, hey, I don't care, just bring me anything. We don't care if it's blended. Because I, like I said before, I really like the, the famous grouse. Now, that's a blended scotch whiskey. I really enjoy the famous grouse. Blended, and that's blended scotch whiskey. Whereas the Glenmorangie was our fourth place. That was the original Glenmorangie 10. And it was good too. But when compared to the other ones, you know, you have your, your unique differences in what you like. And then the fifth place was actually I.W. Harper. That was a bourbon. And that's good too. It just depends on what your palate likes. So first place, Pappy Van Winkle. Don and I, we like that. We sipped on that that afternoon in this patio. It's a nice afternoon. It was storming in the in the morning, but then it became nice in the afternoon and sunny, and the birds were out and the lush green grass and sitting on the patio on the glass table. We had the beverages or whiskeys out there. And overlooking the people walking on the green belt and the bicycles in the park and Don and I chatting, doing shop talk and just chatting about life, chatting about things in general. And had a really nice time. I thank Don for the opportunity, the tasting opportunity to have Pappy Van Winkle our number one, to have a tie for second place, Ablar 16, and the McAllen 12 Sherry Oak Cask. Remember, that's the one in the black box. That was her second place. Third place was from, it was the Crown Royal from the Noble Collection, made in with French oak. Made with French oak, that was fantastic. Can't get that in Idaho, though. But any, anywhere you can find that, I'd recommend get it. And fourth place was Glen Morangie. Glen Morangie 10, the Glen Morangie 10, the original. That was our fourth place. And fifth place was I.W. Harper. That was a bourbon. So it was very enjoyable. And I thank Don for that opportunity to spend time and chat, chat about life, chat about things, see the bikers on the green belt overlooking the park, the green grass, the trees, swaying in the wind, the birds singing, sitting back and talking, and enjoying some of our favorite whiskeys and ranking them too. Maybe that gives you an idea as the summer is coming to a close, I guess, to some extent, probably half of the summer, most of the summer is over, probably for some. But as the summer is winding down, maybe that's still an activity you can do. And so I just want to share that with you. That Don and I are getting together and, and, and join us on his backyard. Nice summer morning and afternoon. Of course, we weren't drinking until afternoon. Well, I was ready to go. I was ready to go by 11 a.m. Let's, let's get the booze out, right? Let's get the, let's get the whiskey out. And, but Don, he was the sensible one here waiting until 12.01 p.m. Thank you, Don. 
But that kind of goes into what we were doing that afternoon. Maybe that gives you some ideas. That's how you become your own whiskey expert. Go online, watch YouTube clips, watch Fred Menick, watch uh, Heather Green. You know, buy our book. I, I love that book, Whiskey Distilled by Heather Green, of the 2015 editions, the red cover one. Uh, 2014 is the one when she's on the cover. 2015 is the newest, I believe the newest one, at least from what I saw that, that, that was sent to me from Amazon. And so read whiskey books, do your own tastings, make your own notes. And I was talking to somebody recently too and in public and they were mentioning where they worked and they said, they were just kind of amazed that they said, people just go and you tell them and they spend all this money and, it, 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 it's a very honor and a privileged. And to me, I take that as a serious responsibility. Uh, my best friend, again, I said, you want the McAllen 2020 release, 18 year, very limited production, you know, uh, and he did, he bought a, another $350 bottle. He spent well over a thousand dollars. He spent over a thousand dollars so far on the bottles I've recommended, like in three bottles over a thousand dollars. So he, he likes the more investment whiskey. And so I take a great responsibility. I'm honored and privileged for those that, that do listen and do spend their hard earned money, converting it from, you know, paper cash or credit card or whatever it may be to, you know, to whiskey. So I take that seriously. And try to make good recommendations, but you can become your own whiskey expert. Do your own tasting notes. Do your own. That's kind of fun. I like to do that. I just take out, okay, I want to try these whiskeys. I'm going to try these bourbons. I'm going to compare these bourbons. I'm going to compare now scotch to scotch. I'm going to compare maybe scotch to bourbon. I'm going to compare this Canadian whiskey to this, you know, Irish whiskey. I'm going to do some comparisons. And so do some things with friends and have tasting notes and read books and go online and you can become your own expert. Do your homework. And you become really, really knowledgeable. Remember, your taste is going to be different in a plastic glass, so I'd recommend glass. Glass, glass, you know, uh, not the plastic stuff. Uh, you got to do your whiskey justice. So make sure it's in a, you know, in a glass when you're doing like a tumbler or maybe a Glencairn glass or something like that. Just make sure the material that you use is not a solo cup, right? Solo plastic cup or uh, I love solo cups, but uh, usually that's good for like maybe punch and soda, but uh, not the best for if you're trying to do whiskey tastings. Uh, there's something with that plastic. It does change the uh, flavor of whiskey. It's not going to be the same than if you put it in like a Glencairn glass or put your whiskey in actual glass. Um, plastic cups, not going to be the same thing. So I hope it gives you kind of an idea and, and kind of what experience was for me and Don and what we were tasting and how we rank those whiskeys. And maybe you can have your own whiskey tastings and mental notes. And, and again, do the things that you need to, to become that whiskey expert with your reading books. You can get that knowledge base. Maybe you listen to other podcasts too. Maybe this one helps and other podcasts you listen to, and, and maybe you cut your own podcast too as well. Like I said, we can all learn from each other. So I appreciate the time spending with me this Friday afternoon. I know there's a lot of choices that you can make on podcasts, just like there's a cornucopia of whiskeys. 
and choices there also is with podcasts. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. Thanks for tuning in and cheers.